You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. You're tuned into episode number one. Well, hey everyone. Hello. This is Dr. Asha Safanit Wudasi here, and I'd like to welcome you to the very first edition of the Employment Rights Online podcast. And let me tell you, it's great to be here. After much planning, we decided to move the employment rights debate online into this podcast. And the aim of this is to try to reach more workers, but also to provide better support to workers so workers can access and understand their employment rights, particularly when workers are having problems in the workplace. And on that note, I want you to stay tuned until the end when I'm going to tell you about a really useful cheat sheet that you can download to help you when you have a complaint about the way you're being treated at work. But if you can't wait till then, then just scroll over to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. And all you need to do is go to drasha.micajabi.com forward slash episode one. That's D-R-A-S-H-E-R dot M-Y-K-A-J-A-B-I dot com forward slash episode one. And episode one is all one word. E-P-I-S-O-D-E and then the number one. Okay, so if you can't wait and you want to download it now, and I can understand why, because I think it's a great little download, then just go to that link. You'll also find that link at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. If you just click on the link, it will take you straight to the download page and you can download it straight away. So why employment rights, you might ask? Well, for me and everyone that I work with at Employment Rights Online, we've never lived in a more uncertain time for job security. And it's a tried and tested fact that once job security is undermined, the undermining of employment rights generally tends to follow behind really quickly. So who am I? Why am I interested? Why do I care? Well, I've been that worker. I was in employment for over 20 years, chasing my employment rights, even though I was a member of a trade union. I also invested countless numbers of hours supporting other people to access their employment rights. And even after doing that, I wanted to do more. So alongside my trade union membership, I spent 25 years as an employment tribunal lay judge, sitting on the benches in employment tribunals, adjudicating on cases about your employment rights. And I have always maintained that interest. I stepped down from tribunals a couple of years ago and decided to move into online employment rights. So I work with a small team of people and we focus on delivering employment rights at the point of your need. 
and that's why I'm here. Now, a major reason why it's the right time to bring employment rights into the forefront is because we've never had so much uncertainty about how to access our employment rights. We're still coming through 12 years of austerity. 12 years! And what austerity has done is to completely shake up the world of work and the world of employment security. And this has happened by creating a whole generation of insecure workers who are less likely to be on permanent contracts and more likely to be facing obscure working conditions. In this last generation, we have seen the emergence of remote working, zero hours contracts, agency working as a firm backbone to delivering key frontline services and the birth of giga contracts with a bit of you're now self-employed and responsible for your own tax thrown in. All of which makes workers feel even more fearful and insecure about their employment rights and employment responsibilities. Like, for example, being told you have to pay IR35 HMRC taxes when you think you're employed. And all of this comes together and puts stress on workers, particularly when things go wrong. Now, traditionally, trade unions were the places and the people workers have turned to to get advice about employment rights and employment wrongs. But since austerity, research shows that overall, people have less confidence in the effectiveness of trade unions. In 2017, for example, The Guardian reported that trade union membership had plunged to an all-time low, with only 6.2 million members declaring membership of a trade union. This corresponded to large drops in membership from local government workers, which is correct, because this area of the workforce suffered horrendous cuts when austerity was at its peak. Here at Employment Rights Online, however, we also know from a poll we conducted that many local government workers felt they were very much left unprotected by their trade unions. And this had also influenced their decision not to rejoin when they returned to employment, effectively leaving themselves without employment rights advice. There's also been a lower take-up level from young workers and new workers, which corresponds pretty much to a decline in trade union membership amongst young people under the age of 30. Now, that's really concerning because it's young workers and new workers who are more likely to be bearing the brunt of insecure forms of working. Another reason workers question whether trade unions are the best places to protect their employment rights is the inconsistency of services provided by unions. Employees and workers paying huge amounts of money into trade unions in the hope that the day they need effective support and representation, their subscriptions will guarantee this for them. But unfortunately, this, in a lot of cases, doesn't happen Workers are often shocked when they find out that if you've just joined a trade union, then there's likely to be a waiting period, in some cases, for as long as 13 weeks before you can expect to receive representation in any dispute taking place at work. But the most concerning aspect of this rule is that people tend to join trade unions exactly when they are having disputes at work because that's when workers 
I'm most afraid. And that's when workers are in the greatest need of advice, support and representation. Now, some unions may give you the advice and some may give you the advice and support. But there are lots of unions where you won't get representation until you've paid in enough subscriptions. So in our view, something has to give. At Employment Rights Online, we don't just look at trade unions because the majority of workers simply don't belong to trade unions. And for Employment Rights Online, this represents a huge swathe of people who need employment rights advice and support. Sometimes we forget that there are 32.9 million people who are officially registered as being in employment by the Office of National Statistics. This is the figure for the end of November 2019. And as noted earlier, only 6.2 million of that 32.9 million number are members of a trade union, which represents just under 19% of the total working population. So, of course, that means that a whopping 81% of the working population are not unionised and therefore have little to no access to structured employment rights advice outside of government-appointed agencies. One of those agencies is called ACAS, the Advisory Conciliation and Arbitration Service. ACAS provides support to both employers, that's your bosses, and employees or workers, whichever name you want to use. But in the main, most people don't know that ACAS is there and don't know what ACAS is supposed to do to support them with their employment rights. Also, workers need to know what to do before things start going wrong. At Employment Rights Online, we're firm believers that the time to learn about your employment rights at work is when things are calm and when things are going well. And that's why we're here. The absolute wrong time to try and focus on your employment rights is when things are going wrong. Because for obvious reasons, when things are going wrong at work, there's a lot of stress involved and sometimes things can move pretty quickly with workers sometimes feeling dragged behind the whole dispute resolution process. Like I said, something has to give. Many workers feel unsure about what the future holds with their employment rights, particularly as we've just left the European Union. And some of our employment rights were tied up with the European Convention on Human Rights. Well, the first thing I can say is that if it's any comfort, there hasn't been any update to the commitment given in 2017 by the UK government that UK employment rights tied to Europe won't be affected by the UK's withdrawal from the EU. And that's all I'm going to say, because next week we'll look at the employment rights tied to the EU in detail. So don't worry about that. We'll look at that next week. For now, Employment Rights Online, the podcast aims to shine a light on these types of issues and bring employment rights and all things the job back into the open where we can have frank discussions about these things. Our aim is not just to support workers to clarify their positions on problems that happen at work, but also to support workers to understand their employment rights and how to use them. We want to help workers avoid being coerced into walking away from their jobs 
whether workers jump before they're pushed or vice versa, particularly when confidence in knowing about and using your employment rights might have delivered a better outcome. So all I wanted to do this week is to welcome you to the first ever edition of Employment Rights Online, the podcast. And I hope you'll stick with us as we journey through all things employment rights on all things related to the job. Now, by way of welcoming you to our first ever edition, I've created a really neat cheat sheet to help you to work your way through any complaints you're having at work if you believe that someone at work is treating you unfairly. Now, this may be happening for you or it may be happening for someone who you know or it may not be happening at all, but it's still great information to have. The cheat sheet will help with the key actions you need to take when dealing with a complaint you want to make or a complaint that you've already made against someone at work. In weeks to come, we're going to delve into all things grievance and disciplinary. So stay tuned and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a thing. You'll find the link to the podcast at the end of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. At the end of the show notes, you will also find the link to your download. With that said, thanks for listening and have a great working week. Bye for now.